Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 25th of December 2021. And the title of this episode is The Holiday Edition with Dark Souls, Dark Horse and Taboos. Forgotten Adventures is in the spotlight this month, as voted for by patrons. And there's a podcast on Christmas Day because I have COVID-19 and I have to isolate. Yes, I know, I have spent much of the last two years urging people to wear masks, which I did, and get jabbed, which I am, and at level three, and keep safe, which I tried. In truth, I have no idea how I caught the world's most famous virus, but test shows I have it. I am fortunate. While it's ruined my Christmas plans and forced me to spend ten days alone, I have the ninja version. I don't feel it. And while I'm lucky to have a barely detectable version of the virus, it is a harsh reminder of just why it spreads so well. If I hadn't taken the test, and I only took it because I take it every day before I leave the flat, I wouldn't have known, and I would have been a spreader. In the last podcast, I revealed the top selling products that from DriveThruRPG for fantasy, family, history, horror, and the modern genre. I also talked about the $3 billion Asmodee deal. Now, that means there's uh, sci-fi and miscellaneous RPGs, the top DMs Guild products, and newcomers to talk about, as well as the big news and lots of festive freebies to talk about this week. So, let's start with sci-fi. As with last week, I'll do the top five, you can get the top 20 on the blog. And once again, these are categories that the creators put themselves into. In number one, it's Dune, Adventures in the Imperium. That's the core rules of the standard edition by Modiphius. And it's Modiphius again in number two, with Fallout, the role-playing game. And then in number three, we have SCP, the tabletop RPG by 26-letter publishing. A little bit of an indie hit sneaking in there. Number four... Five Parsecs from Home, that's a solo adventure game by Modiphius. And then challenging Modiphius in at number five, Alien RPG Colonial Marines Operations Manual by Free League Publishing. Miscellaneous is next, and that's a broad category on DT RPG. I expected more overlap, but actually it's a nice mix of uniques and repeats. In number one, it's Sentinel Comics, the role-playing game by Greater Than Games. In number two, it's Wrath and Glory, the Forsaken System Player's Guide by Cubicle 7. In number three, it's Prowlers and Paragons, the Ultimate Edition by Evil Beagle. And in four, Hardwired Island by Weird Age Games. And number five, it's Trinity Continuum Aberrant by Onyx Path Publishing. So over at the DMs Guild, and this is a new feature for this year, I asked what the top seller were for this year. So these are things that were published this year and sold the best. Number one, Minsk and Boo's Journal of Villainy. That's for 5e. They're all for 5e. By Wizards of the Coast. There's Monster Manual Expanded 3. Domains of the Light, and that's by Wizards of the Coast. In number four, Dread Metal Into the Mists. Um, And in number five, the Wild Beyond the Witchlight Complete DMs Bundle and Map Pack. So there's no point doing publisher analysis there because it's either published by the Dungeons Masters Guild 
or Wizards of the Coast. But if you click on the blog, you can get more of the author details. And the newcomers are next, and these are all author-based. Um, uh, and now, being new to DM skill doesn't mean you're not experienced elsewhere. So, you, you know, you might recognize some of these names. Uh, number one, Heroic Maps. And number two, Splinterverse Media. Number three, Beth the Bard. Number four, John Moorcroft. And in number five, it's the Hedra Group. Congratulations to everyone there. Now, while we're doing lists, and before we get on to the big lists of companies that the Embracer Group has bought, let's also squeeze in some of the Hugo Award winners. I mean, I can't think of a bigger sci-fi or fantasy recommendation when it comes to books. I won't do all the categories, but here are some of the highlights. The best novel is The Network Effect by Martha Wells. And yet, the best series is The Murderbot Diaries by Martha Wells. And the publisher for both is Tor. The best graphic story or comic is The Parable of the Sower. Uh, that's a graphic novel adaptation written by Octavia Butler, adapted by Damien Duffy, and it's illustrated by John Jennings. Now, last week, the Embracer Group bought Asmodee for $3 billion. Well, actually, no. They have plans to buy the company, and that was made public, as they needed to be. Technically, there is still time for something dramatic to happen. And since then, I have been keeping notes on what else the Embracer Group might buy or have bought. Board Game Geek has had to deny they were for sale. Now, my list had already been pretty long when the Dark Horse news broke. So, let's have a look. They have already bought, the, or will buy, the gaming group Perfect World Entertainment, and they make computer RPGs. Uh, they uh, will do the same for the video-on-demand advertising platform, Spotfilm. And that feels like a bold move for a computer game company. Will we see in-game ads? And they have also bought the animation studio Dig IC and another game studio in the shape of Shiver. Now, there were reports that Dark Horse was considering a sale, and it turns out those are true, and the Embracer has snapped them up. And that's hundreds of titles that Dark Horse either own outright or have the rights to. And the attraction of owning those fandoms and franchises to a company that makes games or animated features is clear. And it's, it's okay not to have heard of Embracer. I mean, they're a, they're a new brand. Okay, they're made up of old companies, old in gaming terms. But it feels like they're pulling something industry shaping off right now. It's, it's impressive. And Dark Horse will become the 10th company type in Embracer. And that means the brand is staying. Well, for now at least. Are you in, indifferent to them? Im- impressed? Scared? I'm I'm not sure where I sit. Now, that's the Dark Horse news, but there's still the Dark Souls news. Steamforged Games have announced an official Dark Souls tabletop RPG. They already do the board game, and that was a huge success on Kickstarter, but it's easy to find mixed reviews on that final product. News about the, the tabletop RPG are, is scarce, But there is a mailing list to sign up to for more information, and I do have contacts there. So I hope to share more information later, but I suspect I will get the same email update direct to me, but one that's made publicly available elsewhere. Um, Steamforge games have done RPG products before, and they're often around minis, uh, lines like Epic Encounters and the Animal Adventure series. They are all 5e games. So that means Dark Souls might be a 5e game, and I have seen people complaining about that. 
It might also mean Steamforge will develop a new system for Dark Souls, as they may not consider the high fantasy of 5e suitable for that brutal world. And I've seen people grumbling about Steamforge developing a new system too. Oh dear, what have we become? I can tell you what people are hyped for. Fandom released some stats based on billions of data points, including 40 million pages of fan content. People are buzzing about superpowers, and the top three superpowers that they are interested in are number one, magic, number two, telekinesis, number three, darkness manipulation. I'm sorry to say, healing does not make the top ten. No one cares about being a healer. The movies with the best death scenes, number one, Army of the Dead, number two, Armageddon, and number three, Halloween Kills. The top TV communities, number one, Yellowstone, number two, Bubble Guppies, and number three for all mankind. I have heard of Yellowstone, but not the other two. Look, there's a host more information, uh, more top tens on the blog. And I recognise most of the titles there. But this is data from fandom that's very American-centric. And it shows me just how much stays in America these days and doesn't become an international hit. With the rise of streaming platforms and YouTube, it has become easier for local and smaller companies to be more impactful. And therefore it's more challenging even for the extensive US TV networks to score global successes. Two international titles that are hurling themselves to me, and which I am hyped for, are coming though. The first is the anime Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War, which reminds me of Good Old Times, and it looks great. The show is about a guy who can see ghosts and then becomes caught up in titanic battles of otherworldly forces. And trust me, that's a, that is a simplification. The second anime title that I can't wait to feast on is Chainsaw Man, which of course I've heard about and I believe to be pretty rough, but otherwise I know very little about it. Now, I want to mention a ton of freebies, humbles and competitions out there, um, but there is some news from Pazio worth talking about. Uh, an open letter accused the company and the publisher, Eric Muna, of leaning too heavily into slavery, even with its anti-colonial vibe. The open letter, which was written anonymously but published by Owen Casey Stevens, says the hot topic is highly uncomfortable for some writers and they just want to move on. To his great credit, Eric Mona said, OK, we'll move on from it. Move on from it was his words. He also said, we plan to remove slavery from our game and setting completely. In Geeknet's article, I went with the headline, not mention slavery in Pathfinder ever again, because there won't be a retcon, events that happened in the world still happened. And to my surprise, Eric Mona on Twitter said that Geeknet's coverage was inaccurate. And then he repeated those same exceptions. So I'm working with Pazio now to find out what I should be writing about the subject. And if updates are needed, I'll make them. And you know the process, right? You can check the corrections log on the site, which is public, for any such changes. I also reviewed the one-shot, one-page, one-player RPG called Krampus Says Punching Nazis is a Free Action. 
it, yeah, it gets a passing grade from me. It's not remarkable beyond that seasonal device of the title. In the freebies, Wizards of the Coast made Dragon of Icebar Peak a free download. That's the well-respected D&D adventure from the Essentials Kit. Incredibly, impressively and admirably, 9th level games made 166 pages and about 15 RPGs from diverse voices entirely free via the anthology Level 1. They did that last year, so this is Level 1 2021. Absolutely, it's worth checking as an instant better in your collection than out of it boost. But there seems to be a lot of horror contributions to Christmas this year. And I'm aware of the irony, coming from a high-risk person currently in quarantine and alone with the biggest killer of the decade, but the very adult cult Divinity Lost RPG has a freebie this year. It's an adventure from Hellgast and Red Moon role-playing called Et In Arcadia Ego. And don't even scroll it if you're easily offended. Another freebie is Hung by the Chimney with Care. It sounds cosy, right? Well, it rather depends on what's hung by the chimney. This is a free scenario from Peterson Games for the horror RPG Call of Cthulhu. Now, speaking of Call of Cthulhu, but escaping the Christmas clause of horror, there is an online freebie from Chaosium, in the shape of the Battle for Dangerford. This isn't a download, but a play online designed to teach you RuneQuest, and it's a clever idea. If you like solo games like that, I also wrote up a list of several Android apps that are free to download and are Lone Wolf Adventures, the whole series from Joe Dever is there. And that's a lot of freebies, but if you have some cash to spend, let's look at the bundles. The Bundle of Holding has a trilogy of 5e hero mega bundles, and that's more than $330 worth of content in the first one, and that's the Hero 5e mega bundle. That's not D&D 5e, I rush to say, but Hero 5e. Now you've heard me moan about what's its use of 5e as the not D&D brand reference. It's a frustration. The other two are Champions 5e Mega Bundle and the Champions 5e Universe Mega Bundle. Champions is the superhero branch of Hero. Bundles on HIO seem to favour short and sweet, but two overlapping things that are still running that to mention today are, are the Holiday Tabletop Bundle, which is about six games for $11, and that lasts only until the 27th, and the other is the Tabletop Sale, which goes on until the, January the 3rd. Hitch's speed on bundles and jams does give one bookshelf something to consider, but I tell you what, the publishers and team there pulled together the Western Kentucky Tornado Relief Bundles at a pace. The big daddy of those bundles is the Mega Bundle, and it has more than $400 worth of freebies for less than 40 bucks. Impressive. And on Humble, that's the Mega of all the bundle sites, there are more than £500 worth of digital dungeon maps, tokens and assets in a new deal from Alicia Faden. Uh, the top tier of that adds the entire previous bundle from the talented cartographer. And lastly, and for listeners in the UK only, there is the chance to win the Book of Grudge. It's about a cat. In Star Trek Discovery, the character book has a cat. The cat now has a book about Star Trek Discovery. I've eaten two packets of festive biscuits while writing and recording this. And on that note, let's wrap there do a better job of looking after yourself and others near you than I managed. And I'll see you in the new year.